0: Good morning, it's Ayawimala and it's a beautiful Thursday morning. We're into September. So we've had six months now of dealing with the pandemic and hopefully we're all doing okay, that you're safe and uh, feeling feeling safe in the way you're living your day-to-day life and feeling comfortable without decisions you've had to make with your kids, and recognizing that everything can change in a minute, right? So we're keeping our hearts open and our minds open. (laughs) Let's begin with my wish. May I become at all times, both now and forever, a protector for those without protection, a guide for those who have lost their way, a ship for those with an ocean to cross, a sanctuary for those in danger, a lamp for those without light, a place of refuge for those in danger, and a servant to all in need. By means of this meritorious deed, may I never join with the unwise, only the wise, until the time I attain Nibbana. And that can continue to be our intention for the day and compassion includes I think those qualities of you know remember it's also about having compassion for yourself so uh, we're here for others but we have to be here for ourselves and actually that's where we have to begin if we don't have compassion for ourselves it's very hard to understand how to extend compassion to others we know how to help others because we can see ourselves in their situations and think about what we would need. So take care of yourself, and then you can take care of others. I have a new book. Now, you know the book group for Pema Children's book, uh, welcoming the unwelcome is starting monday the i think it's the 14th of september and we'll be meeting the the uh second and the fourth monday evenings from 5 30 to 6 30 but you do need to get the zoom registration number and the passcode that will be good for all of the sessions whether you come can come to all of them or not you need you can when you register you get the information that's good for each of the groups, and you register by going to Eventbrite, and there should be some things coming out on Facebook and uh, on the uh, news, the the email blast from Blue Lotus, and I'll put some I'll put that same information on my Facebook page. But if you go to the Blue Lotus Eventbrite, you'll see you'll see a, a selection for. The book group. There's no charge for the book group, but you have to set you have to set up register through Eventbrite, and you there's you don't have to send money if it if it asks you for money just put zero, um, but that will then put you on the list so you get a mailing, an hour, or two before the first book group, giving you the registration number and the passcode number. Then you're all set. For the entire uh, book group. And I'm thinking with this, the book, Welcoming the Unwelcome, we may be able to finish it easily in three months. It all depends on how deeply we get into discussions and, you know, how we how we move. So I really hope if you have an interest, even if you can't make every session, please sign up. It'll be fun to have uh, everyone's opinions and thoughts and sharing our own experiences. So that's the book group that's set. Now I got a gift from a good friend, my friend Allison, uh, two days ago in the mail, and it's another book. So don't confuse this with the book group book yet. It might be the next one, but it's a book book a brand new book from Sharon Salzberg, who's a wonderful Vipassana teacher, um, Insight Meditation Society. She's one of the founders. And this book, and you're going to see it backwards. Your challenge is to see how fast you can read it. But her book is called Real Change, Mindfulness to Heal Ourselves and the World. And she's a wonderful teacher, very laid back and calm and very... Uh, she's she really has made loving kindness practice that's been her mission since she first came back from the from the her teachers in uh, India and Burma in the early seventies. She really brought loving kindness practice to westerners and that's that's still her her focus mindfulness, but primarily loving kindness. So this real change I think is going to be. A wonderful book, exactly at this time, because she's looking at ways where, uh, in society, but primarily within ourselves, we can really begin to see the change that we need to see that needs to begin with ourselves, that then can ripple out to the world. And in just looking at it, I haven't read the whole book, but I found a beautiful passage right away that I wanted to read. If I can find the right spot. Okay, I put a bookmark in it, but it's not popping up to the, well, it's not popping up to the section I wanted. Um, It's a beautiful image of seeing change using, and water is the image she likes to use for it. Well, here it is. Here it is. So this is just a short section. It's, in, it's at the beginning of the book. It's not very far in, but it's just beautiful. The section is called Soft and Strong. When I want to summon strength and power in the midst of awfulness and hate, I contemplate water. Our ideas of strength so often surround images of chain of things that are hard, Like rock or even a clenched fist. Perhaps that's why we think love doesn't include strength, just softness. We are thinking in only one dimension. That's why I think of water in all its manifestations. Look at the many ways we experience water. It trickles, spurts, floods, pours, streams, soaks, and shows itself in many more modes. All these convey effinescence, release, flow. They are all about not being stuck. Water is flexible, taking the shape of whatever vessel it flows into. It's always interacting, changing, in motion, it revealing continual patterns of connection. An incarnation of the water in the juicy peat of fruit you ate yesterday may have fallen in rain halfway around the world last year, nourished a flower offered offered to a beloved in India, in Cleveland, or Buenos Aires. It might have refreshed an elephant in the African savanna, misted misted the face of a koala in Australia, are fogged in a flight from the San Francisco airport to the consternation of the delayed passengers. Water can be so expressive, a signal of our most heartfelt feelings. We cry tears of sorrow, tears of outrage, tears of gratitude, and tears of joy. Water can be puzzling, seeming weak or ineffectual, yielding too much, not holding firm. And yet over time, water will carve its own pathway even through rock and yes water freezes but it also melts so isn't that that's a beautiful passage and it's a very powerful image so i am excited about reading this book and uh i i hope you will be interested in it i might read other passages from it but we'll see. It might be a possible, possible, uh, good one for a book group. So, shall we sit? Let's do that. Yeah, we have plenty of time. So be in your, be in the posture that works for you, so you can be comfortable and relaxed and yet stay awake. It's very easy, remember, when we're relaxed. We're not used to relaxing. So when we do relax, sometimes what we want to do is fall asleep and take a little nap. Um, And sometimes if you're tired, that's what you need to do. Just allow yourself to take a little rest. But if you're awake and your body is feeling awake, then relax. If you like, close your eyes. Begin to observe your body breathing. And as soon as we begin to observe it, hopefully we're, we're aware that our body is going for that deeper breath just naturally. We're not having to force it anymore. We're not breathing at the top of our lungs, we're allowing that oxygen to be pulled down deeper, pushing down on our diaphragm, allowing our bellies to expand as we inhale in a slight contraction as we exhale. And instead of forcing it, we can just observe it. Even if you only have three or four minutes to practice every day, this should be the beginning of your practice. This may be all you have time for, to observe your breath, Feel your body calming down, even if it's just for a few minutes. And if you feel like your body is already calm, just to be with that, even if you can just be with that and be with yourself silently for a few minutes, that's a great start. And if that's all the time you have, that's what you want to focus on. Calming down, feeling tranquility. feeling silence within yourself. We're not forcing anything. We're not forcing our thoughts to stop. But we're putting our attention on the breath, not on our thoughts, not on the chores we have to do, not on the errands we have to take care of, Just put your attention on your breath. Be aware of everything your senses are picking up on, but just have that awareness that allows you to experience them. I can hear the wind picking up, beginning to blow through the trees and i can just let that be i don't need to become engaged in any kind of thoughts about what direction is the wind coming from how many miles per hour is it blowing i can just be aware of the sound and if there if i'm sitting outside or I'm, I'm by an open door now, I'm also aware of the contact those breezes make on my skin. Just be aware. Be aware of your body responding to the sensations that your senses are open to. And if you have any kind of reaction at all, try to let it be about your feelings, pleasant, unpleasant, or neutral. So if feeling the wind blow feels is a pleasant sound to you, you can notice that. The contact with your skin may be pleasant Then if you have allergies, you may suddenly be aware that you're going to sneeze because of whatever's being carried in that breeze. And that sneeze may become unpleasant. Just see if you can keep your your contact with the sensations limited to those those feelings. Let all other thoughts just come and go I'll spend the last minutes practicing metta, loving kindness, goodwill. So we always begin with ourselves, <clears throat> knowing every kind of change begins within us, then we can radiate it out. All of the good qualities that we're developing. We always need to begin with ourselves, and then we can, we will naturally be radiating those out. It's very similar to being a parent. If we want to teach our children values, good behavior, kindness, you know, you realize pretty quickly that as a parent, your children are watching you, paying more attention to how you behave than the words you're saying. So they learn from how we are, not from how we tell them to be. So when we practice loving-kindness, we practice for ourselves. And then we're able to share that just because of our being. So sin, the good thoughts, the blessings, we call them often. In Buddhism, a blessing, those are good wishes. Those are, we're wishing the person has these developed qualities that they can develop within themselves. Those are the blessings that we're, we're, we're wishing for other people, that they develop the qualities of kindness and compassion and a strong sense of ethic and moral behavior and those are the qualities that bless our lives. The way we live and the way we think and the way we act all the time, that's where our blessings come from. So we send these good thoughts to ourselves and then we send them out and when we send them out we have no idea where they land or if they have any effect at all but it's the nature of these qualities that if we have if we if, uh, if they abide in us they will naturally be uh, the expression we make in all things we do we never have expectations of where they're landing Hello or their influence. We let go of all expectations, but it's the natural outflowing of of how we are. May I be well, may I feel safe, may I be content, even open to the experience of joy and happiness at any moment. And may I live at peace. May my heart be at peace. May I be free from fear and worry. May I be free from anxiety. Really listen to yourself say these words. Now extend these same thoughts out to your loved ones. Whoever they are and wherever they are, the people you are thinking of, even if you aren't physically close together, these are people you think of. The people you're able to love unconditionally, their family, their good friends. May all my loved ones be well and feel safe in this world. May each one of them be free from fear and worry and anxiety. May they be able to flow like water without becoming rigid. as we move through changes in this world and unpredictable times. May they be content and may they live with a peaceful heart Now today think of a person who you've maybe met once or twice but you really haven't gotten to know them or maybe you have no idea who they are. They're a stranger but you've seen them. You've maybe seen them at a store or passed them on the street and think of your stranger and send this very same good wishes and blessings to your stranger as you sent to yourself and your loved ones, recognizing there's no difference. May my stranger be well and feel safe in this world. May my stranger be free from fear and worry and anxiety. May I recognize myself in the stranger. May my stranger feel joy and happiness. And live contentedly. And may my stranger be at peace. Now think of someone who, in the last week or two, a recent situation where someone has been a difficult person for you. It might be in a small way or a big way. Could be someone living in your house or maybe you've been watching too much news. Think of your difficult person, recent difficult person. And allow yourself to send your difficult person the same kindness and goodwill that you've sent to yourself and your loved ones. May my difficult person be well and feel safe in this world, free from fear and worry and anxiety. May my difficult person be content and able to feel joy and happiness. May my difficult person be at peace and live in harmony and peace with those they live with. just allow these thoughts of goodwill to just continue to radiate out from you and send them will allow them to go just radiate out and they will radiate out infinitely just allow that let them be as pure thoughts of goodwill as possible. They'll radiate out all over this world and all out into the universe. We have no idea. May all living beings, human and non-human, visible and invisible, may all beings being born and beings dying May they be at peace. May they be free from suffering and the causes of suffering. May they be free from fear and anxiety. May all beings be able to care for themselves or be cared for lovingly by others. And may there be peace. So thank you for being with me. If you can still sit, if you still have some time, keep sitting. You might even want to focus on the image. Just let that image of the water Being, Let that just be in your mind. It's tranquil, it's peaceful. But also, let your image show the power. The power and the continual changing. And just be with that powerful image. Thank you so much. I'll see you tomorrow.